Hey everybody, I'm here with my two little hosts, Jacob and Josh. Matthew couldn't join me tonight for our podcast, so I decided to go ahead and do like a son, bring your sons to work day. So this is totally, I came in their room and I said, hey, come on the bed and let's talk. So now they're here. Jacob, say hi. Hi. Josh. What's up? Dude, louder, they can't hear you. What's up? Oh my gosh. Anyways, so it's been too long, guys. I haven't... Well, me and Matthew haven't um, been able to keep up with the this podcast. We miss you, though. Um, I hope everybody's doing okay. Um, but, yeah, let's just talk, boys. Let's see. I, I want to see in your point of view what's going on in your lives. So this is a real treat for me, having to have a one-on-one on life and on just what's going on in school. So how about you, Jacob? Anything you want to throw in there? Not really. I mean, school's easier. We're doing projects now, so that's pretty fun. Oh, yeah? Why are you doing projects? Because we finished testing. So you're ready. What grade are you going to? High school. Good. How about you, Joshy? Well, I still... Well, I still have to do uh, my testing. Okay. And I kind of didn't want to do it on the computer. I told my teachers, do I have to do it on the computer? They said no. Because I kind of prefer doing it on paper. Yeah, so Joshua's been sick for the past week. He's had a cold... Um, thank God it was just a cold, but he's getting over it. As you can tell, he's not coughing or sniffling, so we've been keeping him in prayer. So now he's ready to go back to school on Monday, right, baby? Yeah. Okay, so we have a high schooler and we have a junior high here. Now, boys, when it comes to most of our podcasts, as you listen to them, it's about God and the world and events that are happening today. Do y'all have any input on what you're thinking about um, going now that you're going to high school, Jacob, what are you expecting when it comes to the events of the world or even what's going on in school? What do I expect with like the events of the world affecting school? Yeah, like like the events right now, how like with the presidency, with um, different things, with the COVID shot. Are you are you going into school like thinking? Um, how do you say? Like, is it going to affect you at your school in high school? I feel like in a high school, it's like more people are starting to be, especially the old people, they're, mm-hmm. like, they're like almost adults. So I feel like it's going to affect everybody, especially the teachers, because yeah. from what I know, because one of my friends goes to high school, mm-hmm. he tells me they talk about a lot of serious stuff over there, especially in history class, yeah. you know, about today. And I only say that because I know it's a funny question. If I would have asked you this, like, three years ago, it would have been like, um, what are you talking about? We're just going to go to school. But now with... Um, high schoolers do get um, affected by it as as a matter of fact like some people can't couldn't graduate last year with the stage some people couldn't go to prom now all that's coming back so hopefully that wouldn't affect your um, going to school Mm -hmm. so that's what I mean by like how do you think it's going to affect you or would you um, do you think it's going to be part of your high school experience or do you think it's you're just going to float on by and not really care and just have your mask on all day like you know what I mean I feel like I'm not going to really care. Okay. I mean, I've done the same with middle school mm-hmm. for, like, the last, this year only. Okay. I feel like it's going to float by as long as I have, like, friends. Or... Okay, and how about your opinions of what you believe in? Um, anything has that ever came up at school? Um, some people say they're not Christian and, you know, stereotypes about Christian Christianity. Mm-hmm. And I just simply tell them, you know, not trying to argue or nothing. If they ask me what my religion is, I say I'm proudly Christian. Okay. What do they say? Do they react different towards you? Do they look at you different? Or no. Well, friends, so, like, they know me for me, so mm-hmm. them telling me Christian 
It's not like, oh, so you like this? They're like, oh, you're Jacob's Christian. No wonder he's like this, you know? Okay, so they respect you and they know that you're different. Yeah, they respect I have my own beliefs. They're okay. not going to try and push me to do something. Well, those are good friends then, right, Josh? How about you, Josh? Well, I have a questionate amount of friends that never really cared about anything. Okay. Like, usually, especially at playgrounds, like, they would always be jerks. Not just to me, but other people. And I have a feeling it's going to be like that more often because, like, I really have no no friends right now. It's mm-hmm. kind of difficult, but I just stick to my work and I just be quiet a lot. I'm pretty much the quiet kid in the class. I just sit down and do my work. Okay, well, that's a good thing. I don't think it's really a lot of um, question on your end because you're in the elementary, junior high mm-hmm. stage. So not a lot of people are going to question about, you know, Christianity that much. Or, um, you know, um, what's going on in the world. But as far as you having no friends, remember what I told you. You just have to find that one kid. You know what I mean? Just be mm-hmm. yourself and someone's going to be like, hey, well, me and your same interests. You well, don't need a I really don't. friends. Well, I really don't care about friends. I just do my work. Just me. You're going to want friends in the future. In junior high, when you go to a different school, you'll probably have more of an option of kids. But that's good to focus on work, focus on work too. And I hear someone coming in making a lot of noise in the background. What's your name, son? Manuel Ramirez. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What grade are you in? Second grade. And how do you like second grade? Um, it's pretty cool. I love it. Oh, yeah? I thought you were in third grade. No, I wasn't. I'm confused. But, okay, and are you doing pretty good in school? Paying attention to you, Miss Medlin? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Manny's been doing um, school inside. Um, he does it um, in, at the home because he has asthma and... I don't know, I just didn't want to take a chance with him going to school, and I don't know what precautions they would be taking as far as for him, because he's a little, you know, in second grade, he's younger, and not a lot of people, teachers can pay attention to each student, and wash their hands, keeping clean, so I decided just to keep him home with me. Um, I, I don't know, I just feel like he's safer here as far as his health-wise. I don't want the nurse having to worry about him when it came to his asthma, but the other two older ones are going to actual school, and they love it, they're happy to be there, Jacob with the last of his friends. And Matt, Manny just picked up a big Godzilla toy. Yes, son? Um, I like his Godzilla toy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Godzilla is called. <laughs> anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, anyways, guys. Now, let's talk about... Um, we talked about school. Let's talk about... We usually, Me and Dad usually talk about church now. So, uh, let's see. We just started going to a new church. We've been going to City Church for a couple of years, but we noticed that we don't really have a lot of people that we... Um, we don't speak to a lot of people over there. We don't have any, um, like, fellow Christians that we actually talk to. Um, we're just in and out. And I think it's because we have the services are scattering. How do you say it? Scattered times mm-hmm. where um, you don't see the same people over and over. So, it's kind of hard to make friends. Now, Jacob did happen to make a friend, right, Jacob? Because yeah. he goes to Youth Night. And what's your friend's name? Brandon. Yeah, so he made a good friend, Brandon, at Youth Night that, you know, invited him to a little party and... That's good, and I, I got to say hi to his parents, and I think that's that's all, but we went ahead and went church searching, and we found um, the one over here by our home is a Cornerstone, but the, I don't know, Central Cornerstone, I think it's called, location, where it's a church, but they have, like, um, the screen for preaching. They have it for uh, Cornerstone in the other side of town i guess i don't know what side of town corner the big church cornerstone mega church is that but we pretty much like it i like we've been going there for what three weeks three and weeks. i like it do y'all like the preachings 
I do, but I just don't like it because it's on a screen. Yeah. To be honest, I like them screen or not because we've been going to a lot of, you know, like, new churches for the past few years. And I grew up, but we all grew up in, like, those pure good old churches because our grandpa was a preacher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that man has the same mentality our grandpa does, you know, not trying to sugarcoat anything, just letting it flat down. I like it too because he's like Jacob said he's um I in a word I want to say like basic like he doesn't he preaches to the core and it's understandable you can relate to it and it's not complicated where you're like wait what does he mean you're always it's to the point so I, I like it a lot too so I think we're gonna try to stay there and they have we just um, heard that they have youth night for teens on Tuesdays so hopefully this Sunday we can get you introduced to some teens so you can hang out both of them are going to be going 13 and 14 yes josh he's over here nodding his head and money's picking up all the toys in the world just to show y'all when <laughs> i don't know if y'all can hear that but yeah this is dinosaur cool anyways um i don't know okay so everybody is okay with the church subject anybody want to add anything <clears throat> nah it's just a solid church i like it yeah, I mean, I really like it because I feel like the other churches are a lot of show. Okay. You know? Like I said earlier, we grew up, especially with our grandpa, around, like, just basic church churches. Mm -hmm. Like, plain old good preaching, no metaphors, no pop culture references. Mm -hmm. None of this flashy lights. So that's what I like about the new church. It reminds me of, like the good churches yeah i agree because i think that um this church it's like when you go to a church now it's always concerts or loud music and this mm -hmm. one's so like they don't even turn off the lights which is weird right because it's other churches we go to they turn off the lights which is sometimes nice but this one's just like wholesome like it's like it, it kind of makes you feel like back in the back in the days back yeah. in the actual church <laughs> yeah like where concert. you wear your sunday's best and you take off your hat mm. you know men take off their hats in church ladies were treated you know like ladies like you don't have to go outside and literally have somebody judge you of your skinny jeans <laughs> okay like an actual church yeah, yeah and at the other church we went to it's like loud loud music where you can't even even my little manny would cover his ears because it was manny <laughs> cover his ears because it's too loud we have to sit in the back a lot of times because the speakers or you know people men would wear hats in the church and we would always think that was funny because you're supposed to be like well, reverent really to me it's That's like a party yeah it's like a party but they only mention jesus at the end yeah you know like they just do whatever they want it's like and hey. i get why they try to make it like entertaining because not many people like old churches they try and convert people but the church we go to, it's more like if you're a Christian, come here. Or if you, like, really want to talk about God. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's an actual church church. Not just, like, it's not really posing as a church. It's an actual church. You yeah. see what I'm going? Yeah. Like, like Jacob said, like, these days, like, people are just trying to make fun out of it. Like, they don't want to go to something that's kind of going to waste their time. They want to do something. That I don't want to sit in a chair and just listen to somebody talking a microphone. Yeah. How about you, Manny? You like the church we go to now? He's nodding yes with this dinosaur. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay, now world events. So we've talked about a lot of things before. Everybody that listens should know where me and my husband stand as a household, representing our household. We're Christians, we're Republicans. Um, 
you know, we we stand for what it, what we know is right. Uh, a lot of people have different opinions, of course. We respect that. Um, but as our children, they go to a public school, which is different because their public views. Um, the teacher sometimes pours onto our kids and it's a little difficult for us to kind of reel them back in. But we do. And um, I don't know. Let me ask my oldest here if he has any um, suggestions or any comments on anything that's going on today or what he knows. What do you think, Jakey? As far as I know, I really don't know that much. All I remember in like today is new president. That's it. New president Biden. And COVID's still going on. Today, our teacher asked us to write our experience on COVID, mm-hmm. and that was like 50% of our grade, so. And what did you put? I'm still doing it. So what do you think? <laughs> About COVID? Yeah. To be honest, it didn't change my life that much. It just got boring. Like, I love you guys, but I don't want to be trapped in the house wow. 24-7, which is funny because I would have been trapped either way. Yeah. But at least I could have, I don't know, not have worn a mask the whole time. Okay. So um, right now, President Biden was stating um, that if you have the shot, the COVID vaccine, that you may not have to wear your mask. What do you think about that? That's stupid. I feel like... Oh, yeah? Why is it stupid, Josh? Because either way, if you have it, you still need to protect other people, especially yourself. If, you, if you're walking around with a mask, like you, could have the, you could have the vaccine, but other people might be having the virus on them. And then you could get infected because you don't have a mask, even if you have the vaccine. It's okay. still going to infect you. And you, Jacob? I feel like by him doing that, he's separating people from mm-hmm. ones who got vaccines and don't have vaccines. Personally, I'm not old enough, but if I was, I still wouldn't want to take it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you two got the vaccine, you can still wear a mask. I mean, it's optional, but you don't have to point it out that you don't have to wear one, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's separating people a bit into two groups. So I was on TikTok earlier and I saw that someone commented on the that on the view the show um some two ladies were saying that it should be mandatory to get the vaccine and um that you know I don't know how they I forgot how they said it but it should be mandatory and that we should have proof that we did it and the girl that was doing the TikTok was like well that violates HIPAA laws because HIPAA laws like has your personal protection your uh, medical you know information we can keep that secret we don't have to share that with anybody so that can violate that also with the um uh, if you're vaccinated and you can wear it go without a mask you shouldn't be worried about anybody else then you know what i mean because you're vaccinated then they believe that if you're vaccinated then you are immune to it that's what people are saying so regardless why in other words you can be vaccinated stay vaccinated but don't bug other people to get vaccinated you know what i mean like it's like pushing because it's pushing their freedom it's pushing them to do something they don't want to do because if they wanted to do it they would have already gotten it done you know yeah and these things are important to know and to discuss because it's what's happening in the world i wouldn't want um, my kids to be blinded by it or um you know i don't for a long time in my life as a christian teenager there's a lot of things that my friends would talk about and I didn't know any of it I don't know what they're talking about I was out of the loop and I know my parents sheltered me but on this kind of subjects I'm like it's not something that you should be sheltered with right now they have um a lot of things going on with I mean with pride with um the vaccinations and I wouldn't want my kids to run into in other words you know how they say 
school is like molding your mind, but I want to mold your mind first. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to send you off to school and be like, okay, kids, here's your, here you going with a blank mind. Let them put ideas and dreams inside of you. No, I'm like, hey, this is what we believe. This is what we want you to think. And this is what I think that you should, um, how do you want us to have solid ground on our own beliefs because I want to be your go there first. The world's gonna mold our yeah. Like I want I want us to be I want to be your foundation here. Put that plant that in you that God is our foundation, and then of course that would be later when you grow up a little bit. That'll be for you to decide if that's the way you want to go. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So in a way, that's why I'm like oh, I can't really shelter them too much because. I want them to go into a world at school knowing what they believe in, standing for what is right, even if it seems a little bit um, too mature for you. Which it's not because you're already 14 and 13. You already should be around that age to determine what's right and what's wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's my parenting insight there is that it's important to mold your kids, teach them here at home, train them. In the ways of God, so that when they go into the world, they they're ready. They're with their armor of God, ready to um, block anything that's not of God, and you know, just to be ready for the devil because he's he's a liar and he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he wants our children, you know. And I know it sounds kind of like whoa, <laughs> it does in a way. But if you were to see what the world has to offer and what they're doing and how they're trying to push their agenda on our kids, you will agree with me and say, you know what? Okay. I, um, you know, tell them what's right. Teach them now because I don't know. I just don't believe in just throwing my kids out there and saying, Hey, go feel, think what you want. No, I'm like, Hey, this is planted in you. I'm going to go ahead and take you there and you can either make your choice at the end of the way. But Anyways, that was my little rendition of our podcast of what I wanted to talk about, how things are going in this house. Um, We had some new things occur with um, Oliver, our kitty. Um, He recently ran away. Jacob, you want to give us a little news update on that? Well, he ran away for a whole day and we could not find him. But then all of a sudden he meowed at the door. To come back inside. And when he ran away, what was going on outside, uh, Manny? Um, uh, I'm, uh... JC, do you know what was going on outside? Like Why are you calling him JC? JC. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's funny because there were thunderstorms mm-hmm. for like the whole time Oliver was outside. It was kind of like scaring him straight mm-hmm. not to go back out there. And did we pray, guys? Did we pray that man God sent um, Ollie back to us? Yeah, we prayed. Okay, and did he come back? We did. So that's just another way of God telling us, hey, you are loyal to me, you do what I say, and I'll give you the desires of your heart. Because I'll tell you one thing, I was kind of going crazy without Ollie. I kept seeing cat commercials, I kept seeing his little hiding spots. I was like, oh man, I miss Ollie. So that's another praise the Lord that we want to go ahead and give a shout out to God. Anything else, Jacob? I see you trying to say something. (laughs) Oliver's kind of really helped me through this pandemic. The first year without all, we had a toothy, mm-hmm. like for the first year of 2020, the first few months, and then in November, around there, he passed away. And then we got Oliver. And it's funny because my dad keeps on telling me Oliver is the same way. 
he he used to be with him, like mm-hmm. his toothy is. Oliver is kind of like my toothy, okay? Mm-hmm. Like your son. Uh huh. And ever since COVID, I kind of started leaning on him. You know, he made me happier. Because mm-hmm. during COVID, I was kind of all, I'm a social butterfly, so oh I was always, I was always, I was all sad when I couldn't see or talk to my friends. But then we got this new cat, and then, you know, he was just interesting. Yeah, he was interesting. He really helped me push through the pandemic. But him running away like five times <laughs> and more. I started kind of getting tired of it and almost, like, lost hope. So then I just listened to my mom and prayed, and he came back. So if he runs out again, I'm definitely either going to find him and, I don't know, do something. <laughs> well, the thing is we have a kitty outside that kind of tempts him to come outside. So he's he's in between of wanting to come inside and be a pet cat and in between of going outside with her kiki and being a crazy cat of the, yeah, of the, of the land. But, Josh, you wanted to add something? Oh, yeah. I hated Ollie for a while. Wow. I really despised him, especially. Literally, Toofy died. New cat. It just felt like, do we just replace our dead cat, like, straight away? I was like, I was like, what the? When I saw him on the ground, I was like, what the heck? Why did you just get a new cat after one died? Wow, that really helped. It helped dad at the time because he he needed a, a new, what is it? A new kind of cat. Like a new child. Yeah, like. I feel. He like need- I, I felt like. It felt like sad. Like I know dad like really needed something in that time. Mm-hmm. Because like pretty much something that he had for years and years on end. Finally it's gone. So I felt. I kind of felt the pain that he was feeling. But, like, still, like, just replacing him is that quick. Like, I know, especially, like, if somebody dies, you're not just going to say, grab a new person and say, oh, you're my new person now. Like, that just kind of made me feel weird. I was, like, I kind of despised him for a little bit. Like, okay, why are you here? I just didn't like him for a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I don't think it's really replacing Toothy. It was just filling that void that like Dad that had. Oliver. Yeah, like he needed yeah, that companionship to get through Oliver, to get through Toothy's death. I mean, when Ollie was gone for a day, Dad was the one going like the craziest to find him. Dad, I feel like Dad really needs Oliver, like, to fill that void, because in his eyes, Oliver is just a younger toothless or toothy, if you will. I mean, he is in a way, but he's his own individual. You know what I mean? So I think that just needs that, likes that warmth of a pet since he's had a pet for about so long. Yeah, he's more than ten years. The, he used to some creature coming next to him. It's like if I, if one of y'all went missing, I'm be like, oh my god, you know, it's like losing a limb, pretty much. You need it. You, it has to be there. And then you just buy another child. I wait. I'm fine. <laughs> you can't do that no more. Well, you can adopt, but yeah, that would be crazy. But um, yeah. So that's been. Update updates in the household. We're still kind of quarantined. We go out occasionally, but maybe like once a week, if anything. Um, let me see. Oh, I think Matthew's texting me. But anyway, guys, we just want to say um, we encourage you. We pray for you every day. All, any of our listeners, I saw we had like 24, 27 listeners. I don't know if that's all Jacob listening to it because he does like listening to our podcast. But we appreciate you. Um, I hope that whatever you believe in, that you do do it with passion do it well um and i encourage you to go to church i mean i've been trying to 
reach out to some of my friends and asking them to go to church with me. They've told me no for most part, but you know what? I'm going to be patient and just continue to pray for them. So I'm going to do the same for every each listener. Just pray for y'all. Hopefully everything's going good. Pray that you're all healthy. Pray that you have protection over your homes. And just God bless you. And, you know, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us. Um, We're always looking for new families to fellowship with. We have the teen boys here that would love to make new friends with any kids. Um, Our house is always open to y'all. So, all right, guys. We love y'all. Boys, want to say bye? Bye. Bye. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Bye. Okay. Bye, guys. Love y'all. Hey, everybody. I'm here with... My two little hosts, Jacob and Josh, Matthew couldn't join me tonight for our podcast, so I decided to go ahead and do like a son, bring your sons to work day. So this is totally, I came in their room and I said, hey, come on the bed and let's talk. So now they're here. Jacob, say hi. Hi. Josh. What's up? Dude, louder. They can't hear you. What's up? Oh my gosh. Anyways, so it's been too long, guys. I haven't, well, me and Matthew haven't um, been able to keep up with the this podcast we miss you though um i hope everybody's doing okay um but yeah let's just talk boys let's see i want to see in your point of view what's going on in your lives so this is a real treat for me having to have a one-on-one on life and on just what's going on in school so how about you jacob anything you want to throw in there not really i mean school's easier we're doing projects now so that's pretty fun Oh, yeah? Why are you doing projects? Because we finished testing. So you're ready. What grade are you going to? High school. Good. How about you, Joshy? Well, I still Well, I still have to do uh, my testing. Okay. And I kind of didn't want to do it on the computer. I told my teachers, do I have to do it on the computer? They said no, because I kind of prefer doing it on paper. Yeah, so Joshua's been sick for the past week. He's had a cold. Um, thank God it was just a cold, but he's getting over it. As you can tell, he's not coughing or sniffling, so we've been keeping him in prayer. So now he's ready to go back to school on Monday, right, baby? Yeah. Okay, so we have a high schooler and we have a junior high here. Now, boys, when it comes to most of our podcasts, as you listen to them, it's about God and the world and events that are happening today. Do y'all have any input on what you're thinking about um, going now that you're going to high school, Jacob, what are you expecting when it comes to the events of the world or even what's going on in school? What do I expect with like the events of the world affecting school? Yeah, like like the events right now, how like with the presidency, with um, different things, with the COVID shot. Are you are you going into school like thinking? Um, how do you say? Like, is it going to affect you at your school in high school? I feel like in a high school, it's like more people are starting to be, especially the old people, they're, mm-hmm. like, they're like almost adults. So I feel like it's going to affect everybody, especially the teachers, because yeah. from what I know, because one of my friends goes to high school, mm-hmm. he tells me they talk about a lot of serious stuff over there, especially in history class, yeah. you know, about today. And I only say that because I know it's a funny question. If I would have asked you this, like, three years ago, it would have been like, um, what are you talking about? We're just going to go to school. But now with... Um, high schoolers do get um, affected by it as as a matter of fact like some people can't couldn't graduate last year with the stage some people couldn't go to prom now all that's coming back so hopefully that wouldn't affect your um, going to school Mm -hmm. so that's what I mean by like how do you think it's going to affect you or would you um, do you think it's going to be part of your high school experience or do you think it's you're just going to float on by and not really care and just have your mask on all day like you know what I mean 
I feel like I'm not gonna really care. Okay. I mean, I've done the same with middle school mm-hmm. for like the last this year only. Okay. I feel like it's gonna float by as long as I have like friends. Or... Okay. And how about your opinions of what you believe in? Um, anything has that ever came up at school? Um, some people say they're not Christian and you know stereotypes about Christian Christianity. Mm-hmm. And I just simply tell them, you know, not trying to argue or nothing. If they ask me what my religion is, I say I'm proudly Christian. Okay. What do they say? Do they react different towards you? Do they look at you different? Or no. Well, friends, so, like, they know me for me. So mm-hmm. them telling me Christian, it's not like, oh, so you like this? They're like, oh, you're Jacob's Christian. I wonder if he's like this, you know? Okay, so they respect you and they know that you're different. Yeah, they respect I have my own beliefs. They're okay. not going to try and push me to do something. Well, those are good friends then, right, Josh? How about you, Josh? Well, I have a question amount of friends that never really cared about anything okay like usually especially at playgrounds like there would always be jerks not just to me but other people and i have a feeling it's gonna be like that more often because like i really have no no friends right now it's Mm -hmm. kind of difficult but i just stick to my work and i just be quiet and a lot i'm pretty much the quiet kid in the class i just sit down and do my work Okay, well, that's a good thing. I don't think it's really a lot of um, question on your end because you're in the elementary, junior high mm-hmm. stage, so not a lot of people are going to question about, you know, Christianity that much or, um, you know, um, what's going on in the world. But as far as you having no friends, remember what I told you, you just have to find that one kid, you know what I mean? Just be mm-hmm. yourself and someone's going to be like, hey, well, me and you I, have the same interests. You well, don't need to I really don't. Well, I really don't care about friends. I just do my work. Just me. You're going to want friends in the future. In junior high, when you go to a different school, you'll probably have more of an option of kids. But that's good to focus on work, focus on work too. And I hear someone coming in making a lot of noise in the background. What's your name, son? Manuel Ramirez. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What grade are you in? Second grade. And how do you like second grade? Um, it's pretty cool. I love it. Oh, yeah. I thought you were in third grade. No, I wasn't. I'm was confused. But, okay, and are you doing pretty good in school? Paying attention to you, Miss Medlin? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Manny's been doing um, school inside. Um, he does it um, in, at the home because he has asthma. And, I don't know, I just didn't want to take a chance with him going to school. And I don't know what precautions they would be taking as far as for him because he's a little, you know, in second grade, he's younger and not a lot of people, teachers can pay attention to each student and wash their hands, keeping clean. So I decided just to keep him home with me. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like he's safer here as far as his health wise. I don't want the nurse having to worry about him when it came to his asthma. But the other two older ones are going to actual school and they love it. They're happy to be there. Jacob with the last of his friends and Matt, Manny just picked up a big Godzilla toy. Yes, son? Um, I like this Godzilla toy. Okay. It's super big. Okay. Godzilla is called. <laughs> anyways, um, so yeah, so anyways, guys, now let's talk about um, we talked about school. Let's talk about we usually me and dad usually talk about church now. So uh, let's see, we just started going to a new church. We've been going to City Church for a couple of years, but we noticed that we don't really have a lot of people that we. Um, we don't speak to a lot of people over there. We don't have any, um, like, fellow Christians that we actually talk to. Um, we're just in and out. And I think it's because we have the services are scattering. How do you say it? Scattered times mm-hmm. where um, you don't see the same people over and over. So it's kind of hard to make friends. Now, Jacob did happen to make a friend, right, Jacob? Because yeah. he goes to youth night. And what's your friend's name? Brandon. 
Yeah, so he made a good friend, Brandon, at Youth Night that, you know, invited him to a little party. And that's good. And I, I got to say hi to his parents, and I think that's that's all. But we went ahead and went church searching, and we found um, the one over here by our home is a Cornerstone. But the, I don't know, Central Cornerstone, I think it's called, location where it's a church, but they have, like, um, the screen for preaching. They have it for uh, Cornerstone and the other side of town i guess i don't know what side of town corner the big church cornerstone mega church is that but we pretty much like it i like we've been going there for what three weeks mm. and i like it do y'all like the preachings i do but i just don't like it because it's on a screen yeah to be honest i like them screen or not because we've been going to a lot of you know like new churches for the past few years and I grew up, but we all grew up in, like, those pure good old churches because our grandpa was a preacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that man has the same mentality our grandpa does, you know, not trying to sugarcoat anything, just laying it flat down. I like it, too, because he's, like Jacob said, he's, um, I, in a word I want to say, like, basic. Like, he doesn't, he preaches to the core, and it's understandable. You can relate to it, and it's not complicated where you're like, wait, what does he mean? You're always, it's to the point. So I, I like it a lot, too. So I think we're going to try to stay there and they have we just um heard that they have youth night for teens on tuesdays so hopefully this sunday we can get you introduced to some teens so you can hang out both of them are going to be going 13 and 14 yes josh he's over here nodding his head and money's picking up all the toys in the world just to show y'all when <laughs> i don't know if y'all can hear that but yeah this is dinosaur cool anyways um i don't know okay so Everybody is okay with the church subject? Anybody want to add anything? <clears throat> nah. It's just a solid church. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I really like it because I feel like the churches are a lot of show. Okay. You know? Like I said earlier, we grew up, especially with our grandpa, around, like, just basic church churches. Mm-hmm. Like, plain old good preaching, no metaphors, no pop culture references mm-hmm. none of this flashy lights so that's what i like about the new church it reminds me of like the good churches yeah i agree because i think that um this church it's like when you go to a church now it's always concerts or loud music and this mm-hmm. one's so like they don't even turn off the lights which is weird right because it's how the churches we go to they turn off the lights which is sometimes nice but this one's just like wholesome like it's like it, it kind of makes you feel like back in the Back in the days. Back yeah. in the actual church. <laughs> yeah, like where concert. you wear your Sunday's best and you take off your hat. Mm. You know, men take off their hats in church. Ladies were treated, you know, like ladies. Like you don't have to go outside and literally have somebody judge you of your skinny jeans. <laughs> okay. Like an actual church. Yeah, yeah, and at the other church we went to, it's like loud, loud music where you can't even, even my little Manny would cover his ears because it was, Manny? <laughs> cover his ears because it's too loud we have to sit in the back a lot of times because the speakers or you know people men would wear hats in the church and we would always think that was funny because you're supposed to be like well, reverent really to me it's That's like a party yeah it's like a party but they only mention jesus at the end yeah you know like they just do whatever they want it's like and hey. i get why they try to make it like entertaining because not many people like old churches they try and convert people but the church we go to, it's more like if you're a Christian, come here. Or if you, like, really want to talk about God. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's an actual church church. Not just, like, it's not really posing as a church. It's an actual church. You yeah. see what I'm going? Yeah. Like, like Jacob said, like, 
these days, like, people are just trying to make fun out of it. Like, they don't want to go to something that's kind of going to waste their time. They want to do something. They, like, don't want to sit in a chair and just listen to somebody talk in a microphone. Yeah. How about you, Manny? You like the church we go to now? He's nodding yes with this dinosaur. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay, now, world events. So... We've talked about a lot of things before. Everybody that listens should know where me and my husband stand as a household, representing our household. We're Christians. We're Republicans. Um, you know, we we stand for what it, what we know is right. Uh, a lot of people have different opinions, of course. We respect that. Um, but as our children, they go to a public school, which is different because their public views. Um, the teacher sometimes pours onto our kids and. It's a little difficult for us to kind of reel them back in, but we do. And um, I don't know. Let me ask my oldest here if he has any um, suggestions or any comments on anything that's going on today or what he knows. What do you think, Jakey? As far as I know, I really don't know that much. All I remember in, like, today is new president. That's it. New president Biden? And COVID's still going on. Today, our teacher asked us to write our experience on COVID. Mm-hmm. And that was like 50% of our grade, so... what did you put? I'm still doing it. So what do you think? <laughs> About COVID? Yeah. To be honest, it didn't change my life that much. It just got boring. Like, I love you guys, but I don't want to be trapped in the house wow. 24-7. Which is funny, because I would have been trapped either way. Yeah. But at least I could have, I don't know, not have worn a mask the whole time. Okay. So, um, right now, President Biden was stating... Um, that if you have the shot, the COVID vaccine, that you may not have to wear your mask. What do you think about that? That's stupid. I feel like... Oh, yeah? Why is it stupid, Josh? Because either way, if you have it, you still need to protect other people, especially yourself. If, you, if you're if walking around with a mask, like you could have the, you could have the vaccine, but other people might be having the virus on them, and then you could get infected because you don't have a mask, even if you have the vaccine. It's okay. still gonna infect you. And you, Jacob? I feel like by him doing that, he's separating people from mm-hmm. ones who got vaccines and don't have vaccines. Personally, I'm not old enough, but if I was, I still wouldn't want to take it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you two got the vaccine, you can still wear a mask. I mean, it's optional, but you don't have to point it out that you don't have to wear one, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's separating people a bit into two groups. So I was on TikTok earlier and I saw that someone commented on the that on the view the show um some two ladies were saying that it should be mandatory to get the vaccine and um that you know I don't know how they I forgot how they said it but it should be mandatory and that we should have proof that we did it and the girl that was doing the TikTok was like well that violates HIPAA laws because HIPAA laws like has your personal protection your uh, medical you know information we can keep that secret we don't have to share that with anybody so that can violate that also with the um uh, if you're vaccinated and you can wear it go without a mask you shouldn't be worried about anybody else then you know what i mean because you're vaccinated then they believe that if you're vaccinated then you are immune to it that's what people are saying so regardless why in other words you can be vaccinated stay vaccinated but don't bug other people to get vaccinated you know I what i mean like it's like pushing because it's pushing their freedom it's pushing them to do something they don't want to do because if they wanted to do it they would have already gotten it done you know yeah 
And these things are important to know and to discuss because it's what's happening in the world. I wouldn't want um, my kids to be blinded by it or, um, you know, I don't, for a long time in my life as a Christian teenager, there's a lot of things that my friends would talk about and I didn't know any of it. I don't know what they're talking about. I was out of the loop and I know my parents sheltered me, but on this kind of subjects, I'm like, it's not something that you should be sheltered with. Right now they have... Um, a lot of things going on with, I mean, with pride, with um, the vaccinations, and I wouldn't want my kids to run into, in other words, you know how they say school is like molding your mind, but I want to mold your mind first. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to send you off to school and be like, okay, kids, here's your, here are you going with a blank mind, let them put ideas and dreams inside of you No, I'm like hey this is what we believe this is what we want you to think and this is what I think that you should um you want us to have solid ground on our own beliefs because I want to be your there first the world's gonna mold our yeah like I want I want us to be I want to be your foundation here put that plant that in you that God is our foundation and then of course that would be later when you grow up a little bit that'll be for you to decide if that's the way you want to go you know what I mean Make sense? Mm -hmm. So, in a way, that's why I'm like, oh, I can't really shelter them too much because I want them to go into a world at school knowing what they believe in, standing for what is right, even if it seems a little bit um, too mature for you. Which it's not because you're already 14 and 13. You already should be around that age to determine what's right and what's wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... I don't know. That's my parenting insight there is that it's important to mold your kids, teach them here at home, train them in the ways of God so that when they go into the world, they, they're ready. They're with their armor of God, ready to um, block anything that's not of God and, you know, just to be ready for the devil because he's he's a liar and he comes to kill, steal and destroy. And he wants our children, you know, and I know it sounds kind of like, whoa, <laughs> It does in a way, but if you were to see what the world has to offer and what they're doing and how they're trying to push their agenda on our kids, you would agree with me and say, you know what? Okay, I, um, you know, t tell them what's right. Teach them now because I don't know. I just don't believe in just throwing my kids out there and saying, hey, go feel, think what you want. No, I'm like, hey, this is planted in you. I'm going to go ahead and take you there and you can either make your choice at the end of the way but anyways that was my little rendition of our podcast of what i wanted to talk about how things are going in this house um we had some new things occur with um, oliver our kitty um he recently ran away jacob you want to give us a little news update on that well he ran away for a whole day and we could not find him but then all of a sudden, he me out at the door to come back inside. And when he ran away, what was going on outside, uh, Manny? Um, uh, I'm... Uh, JC, do you know what was going on outside? Like Why are you calling him JC? Yeah. It's funny because there were thunderstorms mm -hmm. for like the whole time Oliver was outside. It's kind of like scaring him straight mm -hmm. not to go back out there. And did we pray, guys? Did we pray that man God sent um, Ollie back to us? Yeah, we prayed like two times. <gasps> yeah, we prayed. Okay, and did he come back? We did. 
So that's just another way of God telling us, hey, you are loyal to me. You do what I say and I'll give you the desires of your heart. Because I'll tell you one thing, I was kind of going crazy without Ollie. I kept seeing cat commercials. I kept seeing his little hiding spots. I was like, oh man, I miss Ollie. So that's another praise the Lord that we want to go ahead and give a shout out to God. Anything else, Jacob? I see you yeah. trying to say something. <laughs> Oliver's kind of really helped me through this pandemic. The first year without all, we had a toothy, mm-hmm. like for the first year of 2020, the first few months, and then in November, around there, he passed away, and then we got Oliver, and it's funny, because my dad keeps on telling me Oliver is the same way, he he used to be with him, like mm-hmm. his toothy is, Oliver is kind of like my toothy, okay? Mm-hmm. Like your son. Uh-huh, and ever since COVID, I kind of started leaning on him, you know, he made me happier. Mm-hmm. Cause during COVID, I was kind of all, I'm a social butterfly, so oh I was all, I was all, I was all sad when I couldn't see or talk to my friends. But then we got this new cat, and then, you know, he was just interesting. Yeah, he was interesting. He really helped me push through the pandemic. But him running away like five times <laughs> and more, I just started kind of getting tired of it and almost like lost hope. So then I just listened to my mom and prayed, and he came back. So if he runs out again, I'm definitely. Either gonna find him and I don't know, do something. <laughs> well, the thing is, we have a kitty outside that kind of tempts him to come outside. So he's he's in between of wanting to come inside and be a pet cat, and in between of going outside with her Kiki and being a crazy cat of the yeah of the of the land. But Josh, you wanted to add something? Oh yeah, I hated Ollie for a while. Wow, I really despised him, especially literally. Toofy died. New cat, it just felt like, do we just replace our dead cat, like, straight away? I was like, I was like, what the? When I saw him on the ground, I was like, what the heck? Why did you just get a new cat after one died? Wow, that really helped. It helped Dad at the time because he he needed a, a new, what is it? A new kind of cat, like a new child. Yeah, like, I feel, he like, need- I, I felt like... It felt like sad. Like I know Dad like really needed something in that time mm-hmm. because like pretty much something that he had for years and years on end finally it's gone. So I felt I kind of felt the pain that he was feeling, but like still like just replacing him is that quick. Like I know, especially like if somebody dies, you're not just gonna say grab a new person and say, oh, you're my new person now. Like that just kind of made me feel weird. I was like, I kind of despised him for a little bit. Like, okay, why are you here? I just didn't like him for a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I don't think it's really replacing Toothy. It was just filling that void that like Dad that had. Oliver. Yeah, like he needed yeah, that companionship. To get through Oliver, to get through Toothy's death. I mean, when Ollie was gone for a day, Dad was the one going like the craziest to find him. Dad, I feel like Dad really needs Oliver, like, to fill that void, because in his eyes, Oliver is just a younger toothless or toothy, if you will. I mean, he is in a way, but he's his own individual. You know what I mean? So I think Dad just needs that, likes that warmth of a pet, since he's had a pet for about so long. Yeah, it's more than ten years. The- he used to do some creature coming next to him. It's like if I, if one of y'all went missing, I'm going to be like, oh, my God. You know, it's like losing a limb, pretty much. You need it. 
You it has to be there. And then you just buy another child. I wait. I'm fine. <laughs> you can't do that no more. Well, you can adopt, but yeah, that would be crazy. But um, yeah. So that's been update updates in the household. We're still kind of quarantined. We go out occasionally, but maybe like once a week, if anything. Um. Let me see. Oh, I think Matthew's texting me. But anyway, guys, we just want to say um, we encourage you. We pray for you every day. All, any of our listeners. I saw we had like 24, 27 listeners. I don't know if that's all Jacob listening to it because he does like listening to our podcast. But we appreciate you. Um, I hope that whatever you believe in, that you do do it with passion, do it well. Um, and I encourage you to go to church. I mean, I've been trying to reach out to some of my friends and asking them to go to church with me they've told me no for most part but you know what i'm gonna be patient and just continue to pray for them so i'm gonna do the same for every each listener just pray for y'all hopefully everything's going good pray that you're all healthy pray that you have protection over your homes and just god bless you and you know if you have any questions you can reach out to us um, we're always looking for new families to fellowship with we have the teen boys here that would love to ha- make new friends with any kids um our house is always open to y'all so, all right, guys. We love y'all. Boys, want to say bye? Bye. Bye. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> bye. Okay. Bye, guys. Love y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Set Apart. Welcome back. I'm Matt. <laughs> this is I... my wife, Leslie. Oh, okay. Thank you for introducing me. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyways. So we have another, well, more guests here. Two more. Continuous guests. Yeah, I guess. They live here rent-free. They eat all our food. (laughs) Jacob and Josh, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh We do. Um, So hi, guys. How how y'all been since our last recording last week, right? Pretty good. Josh, how's life been treating you? Okay. (laughs) Way to include me last one, guys. Hey man, you're at work. No, I we ain't get away from nobody. <laughs> I was at work, so that's why you. I wasn't in last episode. But glad to be here with you guys this time. Welcome. Wow. <laughs> I'm a new, right? I'm yeah. a new guy now. I I, I missed one episode. Now Start all of a sudden, over. I'm the uh, now it's Leslie and company. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie and company. Um, so yeah, guys, we just want to say hi. Um, we missed y'all. I'm glad Matthew's back with us. He's off tonight. Um, I don't know. We just want to have a chit chat before we head to bed. It's nine thirty here. We're gonna watch a movie party later. Been wanting to watch the God's Not Dead two. I didn't even know. I didn't even know they had a second one. I saw the first one. I, I mean, idea. I saw the first one too, but not, that's I saw the first one as well. <laughs> Is it me? like every time you say the title, the the like song automatically in your head. Yeah, and you start yeah. singing it in your head. Yeah. Like it's always stuck in your head. So yeah, I really want us to watch that movie tonight before we go to bed and stuff. But um, no, we just had a lot of things happen um, today. Well, we were kind of busy. Yeah, it was a busy day today. <clears throat> um, an update too. We just started going to a new church. So that was it's been it's been, it's been refreshing, honestly. It's felt. I mean, honestly, like I told Matthew, it's, it feels like home. It does. It kind of it has that old timey church vibe, but it's like a blend between like today's culture. And yeah. The one, the only thing too, I think we talked about it last time, right? Did we say about the video at the church? I'm yeah. not sure we mentioned it, but yeah, that it has that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's I, like a proper church. Like I like it, 
and hate it in a way. <laughs> yeah, but like, of course, like I still cannot let go because it's on the screen. I like, I like a physical pastor, not a virtual pastor. I mean, he's I, physical. He's just I know in he's the same building. I, I know, but like, it makes me feel like he's not a physical person. Like if he's a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I get that because like yeah. I struggled with that too. Uh, for it, it was an adjustment to be like, oh, hey, you know, I don't have the pastor directly in front of me who I can like see and like, I don't yeah, want to say Yeah, I, I, I had that but... too, um, like before COVID happened with this church over here called Oak Hills, I used to go there with the boys and I hated it because I was like, man, it feels weird looking, look, like looking at a screen. But then after COVID happened, when we, all our church for like a year and a half was the screen, I got used to it. So I'm kind of like, oh, okay. And plus, it's nearby our house, and the preaching's really good. Like, I get something every time. Yeah, it's every sermon is relatable in some point to, I guess, today's action culture, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like it, it's something that you can easily digest and understand, but still like, like leave saying, hey, I. I you would see something, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like it too because it has um, a little something for everybody. Like, in the next Friday, I think it's next Friday, the coming Friday, two coming Fridays, um, they have the women's paint thing for like it's gonna like a kind of like a paint. What is that thing you call paint and drink or something? Uh, what is it called? I, I believe we've done it before. Yeah, like, I, but there's something right now going on where like you can paint and drink like in stores or something, but it's kind of like that. Um, but it's for you know Christians we're gonna oh, paint and painting talk. was a twist there you go I'm <laughs> like paint survival. and drink come on man. Like, what? I was gonna say paint and pinto for some reason but yeah that's, that's it's kind of like that but we're gonna do paint and God you know talk about Jesus so I like that that's for me the boys have been going to um well they went one time because we're just starting to get yeah. good with that with that church the boys have been going to youth group right you only mm-hmm. went one time and I already have a good impression about it mm-hmm. like, of course like there's fun activities to do but also I just like the message they gave because like would do a song and then they would have a video educational video and we have to ask questions about the video mm-hmm. we feel very involved yeah <laughs> it makes it feel nice like in like you know when we're in church we only like, ask questions it's just like us observing it right <clears throat> well in the teen thing like we get asked questions and be more involved in it so it feels like special and you get yeah. to meet kids your age yeah. yeah you know it's funny i saw a lot more teenagers at church today yeah the, the couple of sundays i haven't seen any but, um, and then with Manuel, he started going to children's church because he didn't want to go at first. We've been at this church for a month. He didn't want to go, so he went the last two Sundays. He loves it. I think his is just a matter of, like, separation anxiety and, like, yeah. that, you that to childhood, like, fear of, I don't want to do it. And then, like, as soon as he does it and he's having Look, fun, he, he it's like, It's kind of like every single movie ever when the kid has to leave for school and then he's like I don't want to go yeah it's kind of like family like yeah, he doesn't want to leave the person that he's been with because he's never been separated from the nest yeah. yeah I mean so yeah with the whole church thing I, I think it's like a huge prayer answered because for so long we've been praying to find a home church and now me and Matt are going to go to a membership I guess it's called members meeting, members meeting next week where they're going to we're going to be officially you know ask them to, for us to be officially members and our ties are going to go there we're going to go there every Sunday they also have something for the men coming up um, what was it I don't know was it fishing or something because he said I, it's, in like a park 
Yeah, it, it kind of sounded like it was like a, a, like a bite apart, right? Because he, he even said like, "Oh, if you want to bring your own food, but there'll be food there." And yeah. It, I don't know, but yeah, like I said, there's something for everybody. Yeah. So I was, I'm very impressed by the church. I like it. It kind of reminds me of my um, childhood church, Temple yeah. Praise. So I like it a lot. I feel like this is the only church we've been to in a while that's over an hour. Yeah. Every church is like an hour, an hour. You know, it's like like two like songs, rushing a sermon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Yeah. It's kind of different in a way because, like, a lot of churches, like, do it in a base where, like, it's kind of like a concert, like, to hook people. Like, lights and all that stuff. And loudness. Yeah, I know. It's just the right amount of sound. I remember. It's not too loud. I remember at Mosaic would be all the way in the front and we could not even hear the music. It would just be like, yeah. Like, we couldn't even hear it. Yeah, every single time it was had to be in the back and it was always, like, pitch black in that room. Like, the only thing you could see was the lights, and I didn't like that. Yeah. And they had, like, smoke machines. I was like, is this a concert or church? Yeah. And so. then just the mood of the church we go now is just, like, it feels like respect. we're at home. Yeah, it's, and it feels like respectful. Everybody's respectful of God. You know? Like, they keep the lights on, especially, like, it's a nice, well-lit room. They sing, like, <clears throat> more than two or one song, which I love because they always choose, like, super good songs. And they do praise and worship, not just worship. Usually churches we go to the right away with the slow songs. They sing praise songs there. Yeah, like they actually sing songs. songs. They yeah. hype you up and then mm-hmm. kind of goes down. Yeah, and then get ready for the sermon. This is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so church, we got that on our checklist for this upcoming new year. It's you know we're gonna spend time with them and get to know people there. Hopefully you get some family, fellowship, friends, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Just be happy and grow in God. Um, today's sermon, what did y'all think about that? Oh, wow. That, it was real, it was real powerful. I, when I was, I just sat down, I was just listening to it. I was just lost into it. I was just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, even when we were in the car, I was thinking about it. Well, it never it? left it. Not, <laughs> I know, but it le- never left my mind, so it was kind of hard to explain. But it never left my mind, because it always kept on coming back. Like, we're talking about something right now, and it just comes in my mind. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, as the listeners know, I do um, do TikToks, and I look at TikTok, and a lot of times I see um, people on their preaching, and I kind of get a little convicted because I'm like, you know what, I haven't been reaching out. I mean, yes, we have this podcast. Yes, we talk about God, but honestly, guys, like our listener base is like seven, maybe six sometimes, six plays that we get. So I'm over here like, what do I do, and if I, if, can I say something? And if I put some, I mean, I'll put stuff on my Facebook as a messenger, but sometimes I'm like, are people going to get offended if I actually say something? And with that in my mind, going to church today, and he started off really strong um, saying like, you know, to say, how did he say? He's like, today's society, everything that they're doing, like, they cancel the truth. Hey, if it's good, it's, it's, it's questionable. Yeah, it's, if it's evil, it's okay. Which I liked how he used, like, the term literally. He was like, hey, today's society is a cancel culture. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you don't like it, it's canceled. Mm-hmm. If you don't like what somebody's saying, you cancel the, that person, essentially, from society, from Facebook, from Instagram, from TikTok, whatever, what have yeah. you. And, like... It just questioned a lot of things. Like, um, I mean, to me, I was just like, wow. It, he kind of, And he started off with that, and I was like, that just blew my mind because I was like... How many times have I thought that to myself too? It's like we can't really express what we want because we're afraid of being. Judged. I mean, back in the day, yeah, judge. Back in the, yeah. the Bible time, is stoned because we yeah. disagree with something, and that's actually the way it is today. He even mentioned about the lady that um, got Bibles and um, prayer out of school, and 
again, like I told Matthew and the kids, I was like, that makes me feel ashamed because yeah. in that time, where were the Christians at? They didn't. Why do couldn't there be one? It. Like, yeah, like the radical woman. Why couldn't we have a radical Christian that changed everything? But and then God kind of tells me like, well, you be that person there now today. You know what I mean? There's so much opportunity, Leslie. So you do that today, and I'm like, oh, because I don't want to be challenged. But I'm like, wow, like people God's... were scared in yeah. the past, past times. So like, really, they were still scared. Had, yeah, because she had a lot of power back in the day. Like they, she, she probably could put you in prison, maybe. Like especially as people that have so much power in the world right now, there's so much power. Well. Yeah, I agree with you, and I like the sermon because, well, it kind of spoke to me. It was like, we're losing the, what's it called, the God in our anthem. Like, we're now no longer a country of God. And that kind of spoke to me, and I remember as soon as the sermons were like, I told my mom, Mom, I'm going to be president, so I can push <laughs> I can push Christianity. I can bring it back. Because he said, like, 1971, 70, that's when I kind of, like, I was at his peak and then stopped in 1972. Yes, but, like, it was crazy. Th- that happened, like, Trump was our president for, like, there he was actually like a christian he was supporting mm-hmm. christians but then they wanted to get him out of the office because nobody liked it nobody wanted it nobody people think there's no room for god people don't want god i don't think it's necessarily people don't want god it's people who are scared it's to mention it yeah it, because we've grown into a society now where it's like god is taboo mm-hmm. like it's it's <clears throat> God is this bad thing to talk about because we're in a... Like, if you talk about God or represent him, you have a great cloud over your head where nobody wants to talk to you. Everybody you sends you to exile. Like, you're just... You're on your own. You like know it's what I mean? the unspoken rule. And yeah. that, that's really what it is. It's like, are, but are we going to be those people that stand up and say, you know what? I'm going to do it anyways. I feel like people today see, like, as soon as you start talking about God, they, they see you as, like, a... They get uh, what was it? The, offensive. I was going to say... Not, the Mormons or the, the like stereotypes make it like oh you're gonna push your religion on me. it's like they sit there and like the door to door people. I can't remember which Jehovah's sect. Witness. Yeah, there you go. Where it's like Jehovah's Witness, where it's like you start talking about God just a little bit, and it's like boom, that door slams in your face. Mm. Like okay, I guess that didn't go over well. It's people are so caught up in their like own. Yeah, it is. But you know what I'm experiencing now is that. As many as people neglect to mention God or talk about him or be about him, there's so many people that are asking for help, you know? Yeah. Like, I have a few friends that are going through stuff in their lives, and they're not, you know, they're telling me, man, I'm going through this, I'm going through this, and I need help. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm, the only way I can help you is to talk about God, to be about God, and to show you examples, and to invite you to church. And they're like, no, I don't want to go, but I still need help with my problem. And I'm like, I don't know how to help you. Like, I'm not, what am I? You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not just a... And if I am a listening ear, it's because God gives me that patience to be with a listening ear to you. you know? I don't understand, like, if she if she's seeking for somebody's help and you're giving her help, she's like, oh, I don't want that, but Maybe I still need help. Yeah. yeah. And on top of what Jacob said, like, don't push your religion on me. When, but guess what? It's hard not to. Yeah, but, like, when somebody asks for something... Yeah, you're going to tell them the truth. Yes. Like, okay, I'm not being pushy, but this is what helps me. Well, I think yes. that brings up a whole, like, topic in itself, too, about, like, how people... It's, like, instant gratification. It's, like... Or, or not even instant gratification, but it's, like... If it doesn't directly affect me or if it's not what I want to hear, 
like we do the whole ostrich in the sand thing like we mm-hmm. just bury our heads yeah. it's like nope i don't value your opinion i don't care about your opinion like it does not sound and good so i, I don't feel care. like we we can't afford to be that way right now yeah. you know like so many things is happening agendas are being pushed on kids agendas are being pushed in schools yeah. it's like we don't have time to like wait you know and even though we may have like a like pastor said last time a thousand years you know what i mean because like, that's one day to god it's like we don't have time you know what i mean because even either the rapture is going to come or we can die anytime any day so it's true for people to be like oh i'm gonna keep putting it off i'm like oh man we don't have any time though there's no time it's either now or never like i that's why i love that saying so much it's like do it now or never or no well, i feel like a little bit if people are intimidated by that to where it's like okay well i guess i gotta do it now but where do i start and not only do, do it not only where do i start because i've told people this is this is not i can show you where to start but you have to actually change your life it's a lifestyle you have to change everything and i think that's what it is is that they're okay with starting the program or you know what i mean the walk with god but they're not okay with following through they go to church Two, maybe two times in a Sunday and then they're like well nothing's happened and I'm like um this is more of a relationship you can't just go to church and clock in clock out it's not a job I think a lot of people have that problem and I know a lot of people have that problem because I have that problem too myself I think a little bit too is like people see how passionate others are and they have this like thought of like oh well if I'm not like this person then I'm not doing it right so it's like that intimidation factor and I, I think a little bit is like how do you solve any major problem one step at a time one step at a time like you just gotta kind of take it easy mm-hmm. don't try to compare yourself to the person next to you because hey you don't know what they've been through how long they've been like going through things how they've dealt with things and i think that's a like people don't sit there and talk with each other and help each other it's just a matter of oh well i see how people are doing this so either i have to do it like this or i'm not like the status quo i kind of see and feel how ministers can get frustrated because it's like ministering to someone that's reaching out to you and then you help them and you try to open up and give them some clarity and then it's like okay and they'll take their advice but then they won't follow the instructions Mm -hmm. because everything in life is instructions nothing's free nothing's you know gonna just appear and I think that's what's the problem with people. And I don't understand how to even, how to stop that. There's a key to making stuff appear like that. It's just a simple prayer. Of course, like, there's blessings. Of course, according to God, God gives blessings. Mm-hmm. So praying and asking for them, you can't be shy to ask. Because if you're shy, you're never going to open up to anybody else. Especially, like, when you want, need help, like, mm-hmm. deeply. And when somebody says, all right, this is what you need to do. The best way to get help is to pray to God. But you're like, well, I don't really believe in God. I don't think he's real. Like, if you don't believe in God, why why do you want my advice? Yeah. Like, if you don't believe in God, and if you're not taking my advice, why even talk about it? Like, yeah. I think a little bit is people get scared. Honestly, they're like they're scared of change. Yeah, change. And well, I mean, like any like when people start talking about like oh, like let me talk about God. Like that uncertainty of is it real? Is it not real? Yeah. It, it, 
to go back a couple years, it's kind of like FOMO, fear of missing out, except it's like they kind of want to miss out, but they don't. That kind of, that's kind of weird to me because people are, especially with the this community, the gay community, they're willing to change mm-hmm. their self like that easily. It's like already become a giant community. But with, but with Christians, it's so hard for them to go, but it's so easy for them. It's like we're a bunch of cowards and I... Um, yeah. That reminds me of what the pastor said. He said, the sinners are doing their job of sinning. One of the Christians is going to finally step up and do their job. And win. Exactly. Yes. How? You know, and as, as we, like Jacob said, that's what the pastor said. So, I don't know, I kind of got my mind to, um, my mind to think, you know, like my little wheels turning and... I don't know. I mean, there's some people on my Facebook that I've been, I reached out to and I'm like, Hey, you know, Jesus loves you. And how you been? And it's like, I just don't, I don't want to be silent anymore. I don't want to be quiet. I don't want to be, you know, but I also don't want to be shunned either. Mm -hmm. And people will say, Hey, you're pushing it. You're pushing it. But I'm like, you know what? I feel, I I feel, I feel I'm scared of rejection. I'm scared of someone saying that to me, but I'm like, I'm doing, I'm like, I'm not doing any harm. I'm just talking to you. You know what's sad Mm -hmm. about that? People, the government wants to push all this stuff on you. It's like about uh, about like where kids could choose their gender. No, mm-hmm. like they're pushing all that stuff on you. But when you push some your religion on somebody else, they're like, hey, don't push that on me. I don't want it. And then they're pushing their religion on you. Like if the sinners aren't afraid to push their stuff, why should we be afraid to push our good stuff? Well, that's yes. what I was saying about the lady that stopped prayer from school i'm like man what was that where was our where were they? yeah opposition where we can be like hey no we're not going to do this like where's our rallies where's our things people are too shy to do anything they're scared they're scared that some, they're gonna get killed or any something or like i mean people, people have gonna, gotten yes have gotten killed before Ki- yes like especially with the people have not gotten killed just because they're being christians which is kind of they're getting killed because they're being who they are yeah. which is i mean really i think a lot of it is people are scared to like try to make that difference and they don't want to be like looked down upon it it really is this whole how everyone views it it's all about optics there we go it's like this perception of oh i said something about god so therefore well now i'm a bible thumper because i said hey you know have you had a relationship with god it's like "Whoa, whoa, whoa hold on wait a minute you're talking about God, okay, we're just going to instantly shut down this conversation and be like, yeah, you're Bible thumper, we're just going to tune around you, and I think a lot of it is people don't want to be, I guess, shunned or excommunicated, mm-hmm. to where yeah. it's like, this the, the fear of it, it's, we really are, like, as soon as God is brought up, everyone shuts down. Because there's so many different opinions, and like Pastor said, it's not even about yeah. what's right and wrong, it's about feelings now. Well, yeah, and yeah. that's, I'm sorry, but that's one thing, that's like, true. today's whole, mm-hmm. let's be inclusive about feelings and yeah. stuff, I'm, I, I hate that. Yes, hate like, that. it's, it's driving everybody crazy, like, nobody could just live in this world without somebody getting hurt with just a comment. Like, I'm just thinking of all the people that did not say anything in the past were like, What's get what's better? Getting judged by God and being sent to hell or being judged by people? Yeah. Like you need to I mean what, what think, really, about. think about it. Like what are really we all afraid of? Like I said, we're afraid of rejection. What else can you think of anything else we'd be afraid of if we 
What stops us from going up to someone at H-E-B and saying, hey, do you know Jesus loves you? What stops us? What stops you is probably the thought of just people just saying... Rejection? Yeah, just rejection and... Public opinion. Yes. Public opinion, yeah. Jacob? Yeah, just the yeah. opinion. How about your friends? What stops you from just I mean, randomly yeah. saying that? I'm afraid of rejection as well. I mean, I've built, like, year of friendships with you guys, and I'm afraid, like what Dad said, just I mentioned it once, like, oh, you're talking about Jesus, I'm gonna, you know, yeah. and just one word, leave you hanging, and then I see my person like, oh, hi, Jacob, and then I just never see him again. You know what's I don't afraid to scare them away. Yeah. It's really sad, because... If... But it's like, again, if God says a sin is a sin, what when we say things like that, what what better are we than um, Peter who denied Christ? Exactly. That's so true. Also, what I'm thinking is, if they're true friends, you know, like with these year they'll bonds, then, then they'll be okay with me you know, talking to them about Christianity. And maybe they'll even, like, join and like, oh, Jacob's a nice guy. I know him. Maybe I can, you know, feel better. Because I know a lot of my friends, they come to me for advice because I'm always the happy one. So maybe... I, I think I should start telling them, and who knows, maybe they could join us for church or something. Yes, because... I think a lot of it yeah. is, like, once people get over their own fear of things, like, Can't it, stop it opens up conversation. And you know what, too? I, I kind of discovered something. It's like, you may say it, and they may look at you funny and be like, you know what, whatever. But when they really need it, they will come running. Because that's happened yeah. to me before with friends, where I tell them something, and they're like, Leslie, you're weird. Please stop pushing your religion on me. And I'm like okay i'm sorry i crossed the line and then like a week or two later like hey i'm going through something tell me about god tell I mean, me what happened put it in the back of their mind like mm-hmm. yeah like it's always them. to get something stuck in their mind then pushed on them so like it's good to push your religion on somebody maybe then they could think about it later or any time like because if they can think foolish, about it i would say talk about it. i know but yeah. still if you want like just put it in their mind yeah. i know but you need to get it through to somebody because you don't know how much time we have until God comes and takes us all. Exactly. Mom told me something. She said, if you saw a man in the store with a gun and your friend's walking in there, <laughs> would you stop him? And when she said that, I was like, wow. I mean, yeah. if I don't tell my friend about Christ, who knows when the rapture comes, he might not be taken. Yeah, he and he might and, not be and, saved. And it's weird because it's like God says that their blood is on our hands because yep. we knew better. You feel guilty. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's kind of having the power to save him, but you don't. You mm-hmm. can't wait to do it. Like, this is like the whole conversation right now cannot wait to do it even if they're scared this is when you have to actually push it on them if you don't they're not going to be saved and god wants to save as much people as we can but he can't do it alone he needs our help to do it so we have to spread the word and if we don't they're not going to be saved and they're going to be stuck on this horrible world when it's already horrible yeah so i guess a thing that disappoints me about that is like even on my facebook i have i mean i've been to two christian schools in my life i have different friends from different high schools that are there that are Christian and I kind of get a little discouraged because I'm like man nobody talks about God like I haven't really seen anybody unless someone passes away or someone has a baby and they're like thank Jesus but they don't but yet like for other communities like the LGBT or Democrats, they're so like oh yeah yeah this and it's all over the feed and I'm kind of like man I don't have any where my Christian friends at like like, you know, where are they at? But and then I kind of turned the table and I'm like, well, how come I'm not putting anything there? That's so like, true. Don't, I'm not, I'm done waiting for people to do yes, it. Like, and, and I post when I can, like scriptures or I post like my little um, videos, but I'm like, I I'm, I mean, I, I need to continue. You know what I mean? Like, how come makes, nobody else is doing it? Again, it back to what think. the pastor said. He said the sinners are doing their job. They're pushing their stuff like, oh yeah, this is happening. And then we're like afraid. I like, just feel like saying, like, I, literally on my Facebook, like, wake up, Christians, like, come on, you know? You like, what are you to. afraid of? Like, there's nothing to be afraid of. The only thing you should be afraid of is God's wrath. That's it. Like, of course, like, 
if some people have the fear of dying in it, but it's all worth it if you die for God. You know what scared me? Out? God. We saw this video, and we could be Christian. We could, you know, just read the Bible, be quiet, never speak up, and probably still go to hell. End up going to hell because if you're a coward, because God sent us mostly Christians for one job to spread the word, and if we don't do that, then we failed. You know. We failed. No yeah. matter what, we have to start pushing our religion like all the government's pushing their stuff on us like we need to start fighting back if we don't nobody's gonna be saved like to the bottom line nobody will be saved if we don't do anything and it's kind of like where like when you get rejected wear that rejection with like a badge of honor because you yes. knew that you deserve that rejection you, know, you, you knew tried. that you worked hard for you that tried rejection. like if you try at least try to save somebody well don't do not try. If you see somebody in need of help, mm-hmm. talk to them. Don't just walk away out of fear. Well, that's something that we're going to have to... <clears throat> that's one of our goals now. Is like, if y'all notice, I we went to uh, my dad's today, and I mentioned church to Grandpa. Did you hear that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I said, okay, you need help with your shed, you know, do me a favor. And get your... Grandpa knows the word of God. He's been to church. And I was like, hey, go to church with us, you know? Because you know how he's feeling and how he's... Mm-hmm. alone now and by himself in the house i'm like you know what once you come to church with us and get back in the word of god it's like i i, can't, I couldn't not say anything you like, know what i mean and the piece of me was like uh i don't want him because again it's kind of like me talking to like my dad that brought me into the church i feel kind of like who am i to tell someone that already knows to come back but then i'm like hey like i, I kind of got fear and something in my head was like why are you gonna tell him like he knows and i'm like but i'm like you know what Something kept, it's not going to hurt. Yeah, something, something kept pestering me. I think a lot of hate. it is, like, people get distracted with <clears throat> their own lives and, like, they fall out of, like, going to church and stuff because it's, like, just a something to do. Well, how about you? How about why? Have, I know that you don't talk to your family about God, right? Not so much. No, I really don't. And it's, like, I mean, I want to say, like, oh, hey, they all know God and everything. But it's, I, I just, yeah, I never, I, even that I've kind of struggled with myself. I'm like, hey, you know, I've I've got this responsibility to like talk to people and spread a message, but yet I haven't been lacking with it. And I honestly, I feel like that's that scares me because like the most like I told I told Dad I was like during worship today I was crying and I told Dad this is the way I see every time you worship I always see I picture I picture God his big old body in the clouds I picture him me with your y'all of y'all in my hands like am i holding y'all and then i picture me like giving it to god and saying god take my family and then me hanging on one of y'all's foot while he picks us up and puts us on his shoulder that's what i visionize when i'm worshiping god and then, then us just walking with him with a bunch of other people on his shoulder but we're there too and that makes me happy so i start crying because i'm like man god you're so good i feel your presence i feel that you're gonna take care of us so that doesn't work though if we don't all do our part yeah, really? I mean, I feel like I have a fear, kind of, of what God would do, like the wrath of God. He is yes. merciful, but yet, you know, he is merciful, scary. but like he's what, also. I have the kind of same vision as you, mom. But the vision I have is, you know, I don't get, I go to hell because I was a coward. Because sometimes I'll be like, I should do this, and then my boy's like, No, no, you shouldn't. I'll be like, Okay, yeah. you know, like I'll second guess myself. Look, it's and that's not what I want to do. It's the mortal, not really immortal. Sorry, that was the wrong word. It is the flesh that is thing that's holding you back the mind that's holding you back when your spirit's saying let's do this let's spread the word of god and then your body's like no no 
I don't want no part of that. I, I want to like stay over that's here. That's the devil's a bit, not your body. Yes. I feel like the devil's the one who puts that like little thought in your head. Like, so, no doubt. So how are we with yes, our doubt. when it comes to our family? How are we gonna reach out to them? How are we gonna be an asset to them? And how are we gonna be the? Um, I, I don't know. I see it like a tunnel to God, you know, because there are some of our family members we don't that don't know about God. We have to actually tell them and teach them about it. And with that, we have to be an example. Well, I think, yeah. like, especially all of today, kind of, it, it was kind of wake up, a wake-up call for all of us. It was like a slap and of life so, right in our face. like, now we have this new vision, I guess you could say, with, like, how to do outreach to people, like, yeah. Well, we're getting out- there. Yeah, like, I mean, I've been trying already, if you can, yeah. you guys can't see, but I've been trying on what I wear, I've been trying, what's it called, there's a song, Let My... Life be the proof, the proof of your love. I've been trying to, you know, every time I go to school, like, what would Jesus do? Be more kind to people. Just being all around, like, be more light to people. Like, oh, Jacob, why are you so happy all the time? And I'll be like, oh, Jesus, you, God, you know, you should go to church. Yeah. yeah. Like, <clears throat> it's so important to do these daily like, stuff I want to reflect life. God. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, it's super good to do this stuff for your daily life, especially if you are a Christian. It's good to finally get out there and t- talk to people, especially what we're going to be doing now. Like, today was kind of a big thing for us. Yeah, so after what we learned today in church and how we all been kind of praying, and we we want to step up and do our part. So we, um, I don't know, like, we and Joshie went shopping today, and I was letting them know, or I introduced the boys today to Carmen. So that was a big deal because that was back in my day where Carmen, um, his music has really inspired me. And with our youth group, we used to do, like, um, skits and all this you know different go to different churches and share that share that ministry and i was thinking what can we do or what can i do to be in a ministry like i want to I, I tell god god you know what just lead me tell me where you want me to go tell me what you want to do and i haven't really heard anything i really didn't and as i was driving something just kind of like clicked in my head with god telling me hey involve your kids in it there's so many people on tiktok on facebook that have things about their kids and it's funny and it's but they're dumb videos and i'm like they're doing these videos about dumb stuff when there's something more message important that than comedy, and I'm passing up this opportunity. So I talked to Josh about it, and I said, hey, Josh, how would you like to be on TikTok videos or even Facebook and just <clears throat> the podcast and just talk about God, do skits, do... I mean, I like to write. I like to... We like to do music, all of us. We like to, um, you know, we're a funny family. We're always laughing. We're always doing something funny. I was like, maybe we should share that and incorporate God in it. And share it with the world. And Joshie was for it. Then we came to talk to Jacob. Jacob agreed. And then we talked to the hubby and he agreed. And we decided, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna try it. I mean, this is the only way we can spread the word of God right I mean, now. I think it, it helps too because like it Our family's together. Yeah, uh, well our the family's family together. Prays together, but, stays together. Yeah. Um it it kinda overpowers that fear of like shyness judgment and being ashamed yeah yes it's one of those it's like hey if i put it out there and people see it, they see it. then i've done my put the like th- i've done my, in head, my yeah. job like it's, yeah it's I'm the not, relief yeah of it, like i've done my work at least i put it in their head yeah. it's kind of like no longer do you have somebody sitting right there in front and be like, of you no face, don't, don't like, say something giving you that rejection rejection like, we have stop. to put it we're putting ourselves out there and yeah and i told the boys like after talking about it i was like you know what this is a ministry this is like a big leap this is us. this is gonna be this is actually a ministry because we're trying to reach out to people we're trying to go fishing for men you know we're trying to reach out to people and i mean i have social media i think the boys have 
Joshi has a TikTok of cat videos. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna be posting TikToks soon about a serious conversation. But back to the topic. Yeah, Josh Jacob has <laughs> Instagram. Matthew has Facebook. He's gonna. You know, we all have to do our part individually in our own platforms. So I don't. I don't know. I just think it's really important that. Um, we're yeah. supposed to do this. We have to. You know what I mean? This is our being. This is our lifestyle. This is this is what we do. And it's pretty awesome because not just we're not doing that together, but we're all doing it separately. I mean, it's kind of funny because it's like how we talk about this. I don't know why it just popped in my mind, but it was like an old phrase that's been told me time and time again. The Like, how do you get back on your feet? Well, you got to get off your butt. And I think that's essentially like how how do we get God back into the conversation? Well... You get off your butt and you go out there and do something. Boom. So, I think it's like for us, it's it's the first step. Yes, yeah, like to finally do something. Cause like of course we've been doing our daily thing, like doing our We're worship not taking the night. Next step. We just go to church, maybe worship night. But I feel like this is like finally we're taking that reaching lead. out. Yeah, we're reaching yeah. out now. We're not just staying. We were staying there because it was comfortable, but now we're actually you know trying to take taking that. Taking a risk. Yeah, yeah. Take Trusting God, walking on the water, you know, with Him. That's how I see it. You know yeah. how when. Who's the Peter? I forgot. Peter walked on the water and he got scared. And I feel like that's us. I wanna, I wanna, you know. I finally wanna, I wanna to. do something. I want to be able to be confident and be like, you know, God, I did what I had to do. I did everything I could. I want to do something. Ask me that's question. I just don't want to say, oh, I go to church. I want to say like, oh, I transpired the word. You know, I do it via social media or in person. Like, I could say something about my. Family. And the most important thing is our family. I think we need yes. to start there. So anybody. We have to each, like, for instance, like I said, my thing is my dad reaching out to my dad and expressing myself to him and saying, hey, I want you to go to church. I want you to do this. And I think we should all do that for a family member. Either it's grandma, grandma Flores, grandpa Flores, and talking to them like, hey, grandma, like, you know, I really want to read the scripture to you or something. You know what I mean? Like, you have cousins yeah. over there on that side of the family, too, that you can always ask grandma for their phone number. It's important that we do that within our own family, you know, because it's like church starts here in our home god's yeah. here we know we need to from there we can spread out to the strangers yeah. and but how is it that we're not going to focus on our own family first yeah. yes i mean like, god's the stump we have to be the branches and spread out yeah so we need let's 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 and we and i want to declare it i want to say hey you know what like i said i want to reach out to more of my friends on facebook people that i haven't talked to just randomly message you and be like hey how are you invite you to church and be like i don't want to push nothing on you but god, god, god loves you yeah. you know no? So I want to do that with my dad and my friends um, on Facebook. It's really good. You, well, I really have no one to push it on, but I really want to... Well, you have yeah. a cell phone and you have, like I said, family. Yeah, I want to Yeah, I want to push it on to all the people that love my videos and watch them. Especially, I want to push it on my family. I just really want everybody to be with me when we all ascend to heaven. Like, it's just going to be heartbreaking to see someone that I know and love not to make it to heaven. Mm-hmm. Since I didn't do my job. It like, it's that giant burden that God always takes off me, but then it re, it comes back again because it's just the guilt of not doing my job. How about you, Josh? I mean, Jacob. Well, same thing with jo- Josh said. My friends, to me, they're kind of like an, another family, and I feel bad, you know, if I don't tell them about God. Like, would you, someone be like, hey, not trying to push nothing on you, but you know, God loves you, man. Or, hey, you want to come with me to youth group? You want to yeah, of course. play games? There's other people there. If they're true friends and they'll be like, you know, Jacob, I hear you. And, you know. Maybe another time. Or if they say yeah. yes, that'd be great. 
As long as they, as long as I put that thought in their head, they'll have it at the back of their mind. Like if they say, "No, nah, I'm fine," and then maybe one day they're going through something rough, and you, know, what did Jacob say? Oh yeah, to go to church. Yeah. How about you? Just plant that little seed. I mean, for me, I think like with my own family, start talking to them about it. And another thing I've kind of started doing too is like at work, kind of talking to people more about it. Because for I, I, I work in a warehouse. All we do is talk. <laughs> so I mean, we have very meaningless conversations but then sometimes we have very thought-provoking conversations and it's like well even in those thought-provoking conversations have one about god like hey what where do you stand what do you believe what what do you think is the word of god and like how can i help you understand better that we're not all sitting out there like believe in god fire and brimstone's like okay hey you know like yes that's part of it but here's the easier like way to digest having a relationship with god yeah which is yeah and that's a whole nother subject about going to hell and stuff it's like a lot of churches don't preach that anymore because they don't want to they don't want to scare people away they don't want to stress people like we it's so important we have to now yeah because i mean like you don't know when god could come like we could just be talking and just go silent we could just go silent right now i'm not joking you do not. <laughs> that's why it's, you, yeah. that's why it's good to put that like little seed. Where'd you say a mustard seed? Yeah. So it's good to put that little mustard seed of just God's people remember. Yes, it's always so, to be safe. Now that we have it and we're declaring it, we're hoping that you would pray for us, guys that are listeners. Um, yeah, because this is it's gonna be. I told the I told the kids I was like it's gonna be a battle because the devil is upset. He knows what we're planning to do, and if we even have one person that listens to this or one person that sees one of our skits or something on TikTok, one person that it touches. Like he's not he's not gonna like it. So um, if you can keep us in prayer, you know, give us your thoughts. If you, um, I know we have a very silent crowd listener base, but you know yeah. we still love you. We we know you're listening, and just keep us in prayer and help I us mean, to. Even if there's like you said that one person, <laughs> it's hey, congratulations, you're the one person who made it this far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's like just having one person listen to us. It's like all right, we're we're, we're doing on a good. Roll. Yeah, we're, we're on a enough. Roll. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. even if nobody listens, God is listening. Yeah. yeah. He knows what? that we're setting up our own agenda to, yeah. you know, just edify him. He yeah. Knows we're taking the first step. So, like, yeah. we're praying that God blesses this idea of ours that he gave us and that we just make it, it goes, you know. And it, goes, like, you know, it gets bigger. support from the big man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I me really too. Want, I really wanted to do it. I really want us to get creative because, again, we're just here and we're not doing anything and like it makes me feel like i'm already failed people use i want to be a part of something yeah i finally want to like join the christian community like i always thought i wasn't a christian because i'm not doing the work i always felt like i'm just doing it for like god yeah like we're just doing it for like just to say that we we are like it hurts me it's not a matter of okay i did one thing it's a matter of continuing to do it day in day again like it's so it's a lot of like hey you know it's good that we're taking this first step but the real test is to follow through so and we also have to start reading god's word more even if we're doing it you know our little bible studies that we have we have to do more on our own because remember if someone asks us something we have to be on our feet and give them answers like I mean, it's gonna be a to while be honest, we, well we don't do nothing really like, like we just go to church and maybe just worship and for me that's kind of like it sometimes it's a burden but I feel like spreading the word is what God wants us to do. And to me, it's kind of like a little fun job or a task I would enjoy doing. Like, 
like being one of God's soldiers or messengers. Yeah. It's like knowing that I'm doing something important. It's like doing something that's bigger than life. It's, I see it like kindergarten when you're in a line and all the kids are crazy and wild until the teacher says, hey, okay, let me give you a job. You're the line leader. You're the door. What do they do? They ride away. Okay. They get excited mm-hmm. and they get, they want to be in line. And then like you're the middle of the caterpillar. Don't wiggle around. Make sure everybody's standing straight. And they get excited and they stop doing what they're doing and they stop messing around. They're like, okay. And they get in line. They do. It's they the importance do. of knowing you're, yeah. you're doing You have something. a job to do. Like I'm doing something you know i'm helping everybody i'm helping the machine yeah. I'm, I'm helping it run i'm like i'm the one that's kind of in charge of this job kind of makes you feel important. nice and important like if everybody i wasn't wants here, to be important yeah like if everybody I wants to have here, a part yeah the, the, everyone wants to have the part I and mean, it's a matter of like i don't want to say like knowing your part mm-hmm. but it's a matter of contributing yeah because it uh, eventually it well i mean like i don't eventually it's a team effort whether we know it or not yes so i mean as much as we all have our individual roles we all have to have the same vision and the same action plan what's best for the chickens best for the coop because <laughs> like if one per- if one thing happens like of course with god if one follower makes many followers mm-hmm. yes that's how it is one follower can make many followers. Like, even when the sermon said, like, one person, well, one follower can make a thousand followers. Yeah, followers. Who knows? Whoever's listening two to this, they might, you know, can make two thousand followers. And then, and, yeah, and then Ten thousand followers. In a know, day, you know, sorry. sorry in a day, word. yes. It's just the matter of people not wanting to do it because they're scared of the consequences. Like well, how- guys, this is four of us, so how many followers is that going to make? <laughs> yeah. I, I like how Pastor said it today, too, with um, with Joshua and how he was like, how they're like, hey, we want to serve another God, you know, even though God gave us all this and he gave us, I mean, this is, he kind of said it differently, but like to me, I'm saying, even though God gave us breath in our lungs and a food and a shelter and he provided and he's faithful. Like, let's try another God. Yeah, let's do, okay, this is already done. Let's do another like, God. Like, it's safe. Let's try something new. And he was like, you know what? You can do what you want, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. God yes. That was, that was like, again, the, drop mic moment, you just, know, and I was just, like, uh, wow. God's just loyal. He, if you're with him, he will never leave you. Yes. That's the bond you can create. And that's what we have to tell people. Because right now, there's a lot of depression. There's a lot of people being feeling alone. There's a lot of people with anxiety that, I mean, it's, it's a horrible feeling. And the devil's right there with them, laughing at them, pointing at them, picking at them. And it's our job to be like, hey, you know what? I don't know, I don't know what you're going through, but Jesus loves you. And if you have any, you know, time to get to know this God that loves you back, then invite well, you to I think church. a lot of it yes. is, like, ultimately how do you like defeat your enemy you separate them from the pack i mean it, it's honestly like is when you separate people that's when things happen like that's when people are more susceptible to like influence it's like hey you know and it works both ways like yeah. once you get somebody that little piece like you said like the mustard seed once you put that little piece oh, of information and like it's like bullying, okay hey you know like now that I think like this okay now I'm starting to separate it's like look listen to this here's what this says like you, you're kind of indoctrinated in yeah, either yeah. way but it's like think. I mean I first want to what it's like to start off by saying about that um, teaching and talking to people is that we would respect other people's opinions respect other people's yeah. perspectives if they say no or they say hey well do you care that i'm doing this or do you care that i'm doing that 
And so he'd be like, yeah, you know what? I don't care because I'm a sinner too. I sin just as much as the next person. First part of being Christian, you yeah. you're a sinner. So yeah. it's a, it's a, it, no we need to what. help people understand that we're not judging your lifestyle. You can do, be whatever you want, you know, um, like, you know. I mean, we all have our own problems. We are, it's just a matter of yeah. how we deal with them and how, like, we help each other. I know my, yeah. for me to say this, I know my brother, how he's, you know, part of the LGBT community. He's like, well, I'm this. And I'm like, hey, well, you're, and he would, you know, say, so what are you trying to say, Leslie? And I'm like, you know what? I had a kid outside of marriage, so I'm no better than you. I'm not, you know, I'm the same as you. We're in the same boat. And he, he would tell me, like, no, we're not. And I'm like, yeah, a sin is a sin. God doesn't, you know, measure them. He doesn't sin. measure them. He doesn't measure them. So I, I, I was like, you know what? You do, if that's what, how the kind of lifestyle you want to live, fine. But you know what? At least respect my beliefs. And I'll respect yes, Mom. <laughs> he raised his hand. Yeah. So it kind of made me think. I remember those scriptures, like, like I'm. If you make a lie, it's the exact same thing as a murder. A lie is the exact same measure up as a murder. Yeah. I remember. Th- I remember that. I-, I believe. I believe the sermon said that. In a yeah. Thing I mean, before. God knows you tried. You I try know. And save somebody. Yeah. So we're just hoping and praying that as we talk to people, try to reach out to people, that they just kind of have the same respect that we have to them back. Just listen, because I would. I would listen. You know what I mean? Like, I would, if someone talks to me, like, well, I'm going this way, and I want to be this way, and I want to worship the devil, and I want to listen to this music, and wear these type of clothes, and go out partying, I'm like, okay, well, that's great. Now, can I tell you what God has to offer? Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's wrong. That's a sin. You're going to hell. No, like, I'm going to be like, like, to know both like we value you as a person. Like, yeah. Hey, I was like, I'll, like, I'll be like, that's great, but you deserve so much better. Yes. I mean, like, do you want to see the earth, the side of the grass? Yeah, like, do you want to, you want to see what I'm tasting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what that's one of our goals now for this summer is to start making this some TikTok year. content, some Facebook content, some podcast, podcast content. content. Yeah, just like any, just any and platform, pretty much. Messenger content. You're gonna get random messages. Hopefully, my husband's gonna do some for his family. Yeah. And we're gonna be held accountable to each other. I'm gonna be yeah. asking questions. Hopefully, they will ask me like, "Mom, did you reach out to anybody today?" You know what I mean? And be like, yeah, you know, I, I told someone that Jesus loves them just randomly. And if I get a thumbs up or if I get a, does he really? Or if I even get ignored, if, you know, at least someone knows. Yeah. Maybe they needed that. I saw something on TikTok, actually. It was like open eyes to me. Um, she goes, God told me when I was in, she, she was getting gas. She was like, God told me to go inside the gas station and do a handstand. And she was like, I don't know why, but I kept saying, I kept getting that in my head, my head, get do handstand. And she was like, no, she went all the way home and it kept still, still do a handstand, do it, just go. So she was like, okay. And she went, you know, bickering and saying, I don't know why I'm doing, people are going to look at me weird, people are going to think I'm crazy. She did a handstand. The cashier ran to her, started crying and hugged her. And she's like, why are you hugging me? And she said, because I was going to end my life today, but I asked God for a sign for someone to come here and do a handstand. If someone did a handstand, God, I'm not going to kill myself. She was like, and I and I asked for that because it was a ridiculous request, and I knew that God wasn't gonna do it. He wasn't gonna send somebody to do that because who would do that? And she's like, but the fact that you did it means God's real and God exists and He listens to me. And she, they both started crying in the middle of the store, people looking at them. And she was like, it was weird, you know. She so if God asks you to do a request that seems don't talk. like outrageous. Do it. It's like it sounds outrageous. What was his name? Look, Remember, they got game by the fish. Jonah. So Jonah. God requested Jonah to do something, and he ignored him. But God would keep following and persisting. Eventually, Jonah did it right, mm-hmm. and then 
eaten by a whale. No, that was when he was ignoring me. I know, I know. <laughs> Swallow. Yeah. Swallow. And then, you know, that was the right thing to do. Yeah, look, that, that's God what I'm saying. Best. So if God asks us something that is out of our comfort zone, like again, with you texting grandma out of nowhere, texting grandpa, texting somebody, hey, Jesus, even your friends, Jesus loves you. And they're like, what? What, Jacob? I, mean, God, I just thought you should know. If God tells me to do a backflip, I do it. Yeah, like, no. yeah, like even the most outrageous stuff. Maybe that kid's going through something at home, and they see that, and they're like, they feel alone, and they feel like they have nowhere to go. And all of a sudden, a bing, Jesus loves you, and they're gonna be like, wow, someone loves me. You know what I mean? Like, imagine how much that can impact somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't know what other people are going through. Like, so don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to walk up to say Everybody should know how much yeah. Jesus loves them. Cause like even it's an overwhelming just, amount. Just even the faintest hide to somebody already gives them hope. Even if you know that they're not gonna accept it, right? Even if you know that that's they not have the way of life. Even if you know that they are gonna reject it from the get go or roll their eyes at you. Hey, that's the power of a cell phone where they don't. Yes. Even, you know what I mean? Like you it's, just gotta take that first step. Yeah, that's what it boils down to. Can't be afraid. Yeah, because that, that what is it? That one step. seed that opens, you know, that, that opens faith. everything. Yeah, like. So I think that's something we're going to do. You know, we'll, we'll start with that because we were over here saying, what are we going to start with? The skid and this and that. I think that's what we should do first is 10 people tonight will get a random message from each and every one of us saying Jesus loves you. Be a messenger. Yes. And we'll, and we'll I don't see. even know 10 people. I can... You have that's 10 sad. people that, in your messenger. That's sad, Dad. The last 10 people you talk to just, Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you. Okay. Yeah. So so I, think, I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to start off like that. I think... If God will tell us, maybe God's telling us now. Maybe someone needs to hear it. See, like, that's a prime example. Like, me just now. Be like, I don't even have ten people. It's like that. That's an excuse. That, like, hesitation. Yeah, that's like, not It's funny. We... I sit there and I say it, and I'm like, I caught myself just now. I was like, wait a minute. No, I can't. And, and it's funny, because I was, I was telling the guys about the skit that I wanted to do. And at first, they were kind of looking at me like, uh. And I said, you know what? I know it sounds funny. I know it sounds silly. I was like, and as, as a matter of fact, it kind of sounds a little ridiculous and far-fetched. I was like, but for some reason, I feel like it's right. I know it's right because, I mean, it's out there. It's a weird thing to do. It's out of our comfort zone. I'm not going to be comfortable doing it. It's, it's, I'm not. But I, I feel like once it's done, I'm going to feel like it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like Jacob said, what is it? Let your love be the proof of your Let love. Let my life be the proof, proof of your love. love. I always think, what would Jesus do? You know, or you know, reflect. When someone's having a rough day, you know, and you come in smiling, like Jacob, why are you so happy? Or Jacob, you're so good in school, or you're so happy at home. What are you doing? Like, oh, I go to church because you know Jesus loves me so much. Everyone wants to feel loved. Everyone wants to feel like they're important to somebody. And I think that's what we should just honestly start doing more of is showing our love to other people. It gives people value. It, yeah, and that's that's how we need to do. It, is we need to show value to people and so many people. We need to bring back that sense of like. Know, be polite. Yes. Say hello to a stranger if you really, you know. Yes, I know it's weird, yes. but it's just saying hello. They'll, they'll be like, "Wow, like somebody I'm, actually talked." Like, literally, that person can think about killing themselves like right now. Like nobody notices me. And then you just say hi, and that changes their mind. We I mean, we need to get around this yes. this cancel culture. We need to fight it back and give people back their worth. Yes. And we need to instill this sense of like, hey, you have value. Even though people don't like what you say, you still are valuable. And tomorrow is a new day, and things will still be okay. So yes. I, I think that's a, a general rule. How well, I should say a general outlook on 
we need to combat this cancel culture because it's it's destructive and it's toxic. Mm-hmm. Well, like you know, we should just be outgoing, be polite. You know, it spreads. Like yeah, it's like you smile at somebody, I smile at you back, and then you know, that's the Jesus effect if you ask me. I like it. I like mm-hmm. doing that, especially like with when we go out to eat or at the cashier. I'm always like, they say hi, hello, how you been, how's your day. It means something to people. Mm-hmm. It really does. Human interaction. I mean, I bet that's what Jesus did. He used to talk to strangers and say hello, and they'd be like, what? Who is this guy? Or just talk to him about, like, the first thing Jesus did, we just started talking to people about God. And let's like, face it, today, people are just scared to talk to strangers or people to see across the yeah, store. Cause like, because they're like, that's weird. I don't want to be embarrassed. Like people, well, I think now we have our, our vision and our way of doing things. And, our... and now not only are we accountable to each other and most of God, we're accountable to you who's listening. Yeah. So they, I would be like, be like, hey, when are you gonna do that? Where are they gonna be? And and honestly, we're gonna post once we do a TikTok. I'm gonna post it on um, Facebook. So if you have a TikTok, you'll be able to click on it and it'll show you the video. But I mean, anything would be appreciated. Yeah. A view, a second view, you know, anything. A thought, prayer. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're getting a warning from our here. Um, platform to cut it short <laughs> but well, yeah. we enjoyed this talk I I surely enjoyed talking to y'all yeah it's always been a pleasure I think this is a kind of a, like a family therapy for us all mm-hmm. yes yeah, like it's kind of relieving a lot of stress finally just to sit down talk to each other how we feel especially just to talk to other people it just felt good to go to church today just just yeah. feeling the comfort of other people. Like every time I just do this or go to church, it reminds me like, you know, what would Jesus do? Keep up what I'm doing. Be polite to people. S- s- smile. Say hello. Spread the word. Don't be shy anymore. Yeah. Like, like, you have to, don't be afraid. We have to do our part. You have to put yourself and out ho- there. Hopefully we're encouraging whoever's listening to do their part. You know, that'd be nice. It's always good to put yourself out there. So and guys, that's how closing, we're going to do it. closing thoughts, that's it. Closing thoughts? We love you. Yeah. Jesus loves you. What would Jesus do? Josh, any little... God bless you all. Okay. Please have a good rest of your life. <laughs> we appreciate you. We love thank you. you. Yes. And that is it for another episode with Set Apart, guys. Thank you for joining us. This is Matt, Leslie, Jacob, and Josh. Signing off for another one. Bye. Bye. Bye.